Well, if you're new today, uh, I want to introduce myself. My name is Adam. I'm one of the pastors here. And the song that we just sang says, we're here for you. And it's not talking about you, and it's not talking about me, but it's talking about God. We're here for you, God. And we welcome you with praise, God. And that's what our services, our gatherings are really all about. It's all about God and not about us. And yet so often when we come to a church service like this, we get this idea that it's about what I'm taking away from it. And we want to know, what did you get out of the service today? What did you take away for you? And, and that's, that's not unimportant. It is important that we are learning and growing and taking some things away from the service, but that's not the main reason we're there. We are the church together. You remember the why series. We talked about why church and what is the church. And the church is not this building. The church is not this gathering. The church is the people of God. And we happen to gather together as the church. So this gathering of people is the church gathering together. But when we leave here, we're still the church. So this church service, this gathering that we have here, it's not just about what we take away from this, but we gather here to worship and to praise God. We're here for Him. And yes, He teaches us things, and yes, we walk away with things, but I think sometimes we forget the fact that church isn't really all about us. Gathering as the church, it's not all about us, our preferences, our desires, the things that we want to see happen. And so sometimes we need to sort of reorient ourselves to what the church God's people are supposed to be all about. The reason we're here, it's for God. It's to bring glory to God. It's to point other people to God so they can bring glory to God. Jesus talked about that, doing good works so that other people will see them and glorify your Father who is in heaven. And so what we want to do today is to take a step back from the normal routine of what a church service usually looks like, and we're going to do something very different today. We're going to take the entire service and focus it on praising God and praying to God. Praising God and praying to God. And so what we're going to have are times of prayer interwoven with times of singing, kind of like a a tapestry of praise and prayer that will work together. There will be no message today. And believe it or not, that is legal. We don't have to have a message in every church service. We're going to try it. There's no message today, and I, I love preaching, and I love, I love sermons, I love studying the Word of God together, and we are going to have the Word of God woven throughout this service today, but not in a, in a message that's communicated, and so that might seem a little different for you. And if, if you are new to church in general, and you're just checking out church for the first time, let me be the first to apologize for the awkwardness you are about to experience because it may seem a little awkward to you. We are going to have four times of just dedicated group prayer. We're going to pray, starting off with a time of just praising and thanking God and praying to Him our praise and our thanks. We're going to have a time where we're praying for each other. We're going to have a time where we're praying for our church. We're going to have a time where we're praying for our community. And so we're going to break up into groups and we're going to pray right here in the service. Yes, we can do that. And if you are new to this whole thing and it seems awkward and uncomfortable to you, you are welcome to just kind of sit there and not participate if that's what you want to do. You are welcome to move to one of the edges to just watch and and see and, and make sure this is all safe. You are welcome to go back into the lobby if you want to. There's TVs back there. You'll see it all on the screens if you want to do that. But I would encourage you to just hang out because what you're about to see isn't just some religious ritual. It is authentic following God. 
It is authenticity. It is genuineness. It is crying out our hearts to God, seeking his direction, praising him for who he is. This is our relationship with God on display. Not just coming to hear a message and sing some songs, but this is us communing, having a relationship with our Heavenly Father. So you're going you're gonna to see that as if we're kind of pulling back the curtain on that today. And you'll hear some, some people talking about that as they, as they talk with God and pray with each other. If you don't feel comfortable praying in a group setting, this might be a little awkward for you. My encouragement to you is to just try to get over that hurdle with a one-sentence prayer. You don't have to pray a big, long prayer with lots of our fathers and heavenly this and thou and thee and thine and all of that stuff. That's not really what this is about anyway. You don't need some grandiose prayer. It could just be a sentence. But I encourage you to try to get over that that hurdle of uncomfortableness, the awkwardness that might be there, and just allow yourself to participate in this time of prayer together as a church. Colossians 4.2 says, devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. And that's what we want to do today, to devote ourselves to prayer. And my prayer, I've been praying for this service for weeks. I've been praying that God would use this service as a a launching pad uh, to sort of prime the pump on prayer for us as a church. Because this should not be the extent of our prayer time. We need to be praying every day as individuals, as families, in our groups. Prayer should be interwoven through everything we do. But every now and then it's good for us to just set aside a time as a church to all come together and say we're going to have a focused time of prayer together. And so that's what we're going to do this morning. I'm going to ask you to break into groups in a little bit of probably three to five people. And uh, you don't have to. You can, you can kind of do whatever you want. There's a lot of flexibility here. There aren't really a lot of rules. But my suggestion is to break into groups of three to four people and to pray with those people. And then we're going to kind of go back and forth. And what's going to happen is at the end of a prayer time, well, leading into a prayer time, we're going to have some scripture reading. And I'm going to ask some people to come on stage and read some scripture that's going to prepare our hearts. And I, I ask you to meditate on those verses as they're being read. They're going to be on the screens. And to really ask God, Lord, what do you want to teach us through this? And then spend a few moments with a group of people around you in prayer together. We're going to put a topic on the screen, and I'll introduce it. And we're going to pray for a few minutes. When it's time to end, I will say a short prayer to kind of close that time and transition us. And then we're going to sing a song that relates to what we were just praying about. And we're going to do that four times. And that's our service this morning. And I trust that it will be an incredibly sweet and rich time of prayer and praise and connecting with each other as we sort of open up our our spiritual walks with God with each other. So I'm going to start this morning by inviting a couple people to join me up on the stage. And they're going to read some scripture for us. As I do that, as they come forward, I just want to let all of you watching online know that you are welcome as well. You don't have to turn it off because there's no message this morning. We would invite you to participate in this with us. Uh, You know, follow along as we read these scriptures. Pray with us at home, in the car, as a group. Go through this guided time of prayer with us wherever you are. Just if you're driving, don't close your eyes, please. You can keep your eyes on the road. And uh, we're glad that you're joining with us today. So now we're going to read some scriptures, meditate on these passages of God's word, and then we're going to go into a time of prayer together. Hebrews 13, 15. Therefore, let us offer through Jesus a continual sacrifice of praise to God, proclaiming our allegiance to his name. Psalm 150. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heaven. Praise him for his mighty works. Praise his unequaled greatness. 
Praise him with a blast of the ram's horn. Praise him with the lyre and harp. Praise him with the tambourine and dancing. Praise him with strings and flutes. Praise him with a clash of cymbals. Praise him with loud clanging cymbals. Let everything that breathes sing praises to the Lord. Praise the Lord. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Our first time of prayer this morning is going to be just to offer up our praise and thanks to God. And that could be as simple as completing this sentence. God, I praise you because. Or God, I thank you for. It could be that simple. Take a few moments, find a group of people to sit and pray with, and I'll let you know when it's time to to sing together. Let's pray. Lord, we offer up our praises to you. We thank you for being... Uh, a God who, although you know everything about us and you created us and we have so often strayed from you, you continue to love us and invest in us and want to have a relationship with us. It's beyond anything we can fathom and understand. But God, we praise you for who you are. We thank you for loving us. We thank you for bringing us together as a people to worship you. Lord, I pray that our our offerings of praise and thanksgiving today is, is a sweet sacrifice to you, that it's a sweet sound to your ears that you are glorified and honored by our prayers today. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Ephesians 6.18, pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. James 5.16 in Mandarin 雅各书五章十六节所以你们要彼此认罪互相代求使你们可以得医治一人祈祷所发的力量是大有功效的 Philippians 4.6 Don't worry about anything Instead, pray about everything Tell God what you need And thank Him for all He has done Now we're going to go into a time of prayer where we're praying for each other. And so you may want to share some needs or or thoughts that you have that you want to pray with each other. Maybe you already know what's going on in each other's lives, but this is just a time for us to pray for those around us, those in the group together. So let's pray. Lord, thank you for putting all of us together. Thank you for all the prayers that are being lifted up right now for each other and maybe even getting to know each other a little bit better in the process. You've designed us to function in community. You've given us the responsibility of bearing each other's burdens. And so, Lord, I pray that you'd help us to do that. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 2 Thessalonians 1, 11 through 12. So we keep on praying for you, asking our God to enable you to live a life worthy of his call. May he give you the power to accomplish all the good things your faith prompts you to do. Then the name of our Lord Jesus will be honored because of the way you live, and you will be honored along with him. This is all made possible because of the grace of our God and Lord, Jesus Christ. Colossians 1, 9 and 10. So we have not stopped praying for you since we first heard about you. 
We ask God to give you complete knowledge of his will and to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. Then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord, and your lives will produce every kind of good fruit. All the while, you will grow as you learn to know God better and better. Philippians 1, 9 through 11. I pray that your love will overflow more and more, and you will keep on growing in knowledge and understanding. For I want you to understand what really matters, so that you may live pure and blameless lives until the day of Christ's return. May you always be filled with the fruit of your salvation, the righteous character produced in your life by Jesus Christ, for this will bring much glory and praise to God. Let's spend a few moments now praying for our church that God would guide us and lead us, that he would keep us strong, get us united together, and that we would be what he wants us to be. Let's pray now. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this church. I thank you for its people. Um, I thank you for this, this gathering of believers who love you and are passionate about you. And Lord, I pray that you would continue to give us guidance and wisdom as a church. Um, there, are, there are so many things that we can do and get involved with that could be wonderful or they could be distractions from what you really want us to do. So, Lord, I pray that you would give us a lot of wisdom to know what to say yes to, to even know what to strategically say no to. Lord, I pray that you would bless this church. I pray that you would continue to grow it up, build it up in love, uh, grow it in, in spiritual maturity, that we would just hunger for knowing more about you and connecting with you and growing in you and that our lives would reflect that so that we as a church would be a light to this community because of what you are doing here, Lord. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Matthew 9, 37 and 38. He said to his disciples, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into his fields. First Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 4, in Mandarin. Timothy 二章一到四节 Ephesians 6, 19 and 20. And pray for me too. Ask God to give me the right words so I can boldly explain God's mysterious plan that the good news is for the Jews and the Gentiles alike. I am in chains now, still preaching this message as God's ambassador. So pray that I will keep on speaking boldly for him as I should. Now we're going to take a few minutes and pray for our community. There are tens of thousands of people just outside these walls and across the streets. And so let's take some time and pray for them. Pray that the Holy Spirit would work in their lives, would draw them to himself. Pray that we would be a bold witness to them. Let's pray for our community now. Lord, you have given us an incredible opportunity by placing us in this spot where there are thousands and thousands of people around us who need to hear about you. And you've, you've given us such an incredible gift, the gift of salvation and the gift of your Holy Spirit. 
and the relationship that we have with you. And, and not that we are by any means perfect people, but we have healing and forgiveness and a light that other people who don't know you don't have. It would be so selfish of us to keep that to ourselves. So I pray, God, that you would turn us into a light for this community, that you would draw people to yourself and that you would use us as a part of that, that you would help us to find creative ways to reach out to the people who are right across the street or right down the road within a few minutes' driving distance. And we know that there are other communities even farther with people who currently come to this church. I pray that you would help them to reach out to their neighborhood whether it's five minutes away or 20 minutes away, Lord, turn us into a church that is reaching our neighbors for you and is showing what a difference you make in our lives. Lord, help us to be a church that is truly for our community, not just for ourselves, not just focused on ourselves, not a country club church, not a cruise ship, not a battleship, an aircraft carrier that's sending out missions into the world that genuinely cares about the people around us who don't yet know you. Lord, help us to be that kind of church. And in your name we pray, amen.